Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us uh, for this special edition podcast on COVID-19. This podcast provides an opportunity to listen as we share the latest on COVID-19 with our experts in the world of pharmacy. My name is Martin Bishop, and I'm a clinical pharmacy specialist in ambulatory care and population health management at the Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore, Maryland, as well as a member of the Section of Ambulatory Care Practitioners Section Advisory Group on Medication Management Services. I'll be your host for today's special edition podcast on COVID-19, specifically related to influenza vaccination. Today, we'll be chatting with Lauren Semino, PharmD, a second-year resident in ambulatory pharmacy practice at the Samford University McWhorter School of Pharmacy in Birmingham, Alabama, and a member of Ambulatory Care Practitioners Section Advisory Group on Medication Management Services also. We'll be discussing the 2020 influenza vaccine and the COVID-19 pandemic uh, and ambulatory care perspective. So let's get started. Uh, Lauren, in the last week, we've heard a great deal about the upcoming vaccines for COVID-19. However, it's important, of course, that patients, caregivers, and their clinicians don't forget about the flu. So tell me a little bit about the importance of flu vaccination amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Why should patients be sure to get vaccinated? Yeah, that's a great question. This is something that I've heard a lot of discussion about this year. Efforts to reduce COVID-19 virus transmission, like our stay-at-home precautions, have decreased the use of our typical preventative services, especially those that require a visit to a clinic or a pharmacy, like our vaccines. And according to the CDC, it's absolutely vital that everybody get a flu vaccine this year to reduce the risk of respiratory illnesses that could result from the flu as to not increase that burden on our local healthcare systems. Eventually, we may see a combination vaccine for flu and COVID-19, as one is currently in the works with Novavax. Yeah, definitely something to highlight is the goal of us not not only reducing morbidity, but also critically reducing the burden that um, flu-infected patients might have on our healthcare systems. And of course, the combination vaccine that you mentioned, one of the many things we're looking forward to in 2021 when it comes to covid Uh, So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the future holds for seasonal respiratory virus vaccines kind of moving forward. Given the circumstances, though, of the pandemic and the ongoing winter surge in cases, what should pharmacists and other healthcare professionals consider when administering flu vaccines this year? Right. This has been a hot topic among pharmacists recently. We want to maximize vaccination, as we mentioned earlier, but vaccinations at other locations aside from healthcare settings could help increase access to vaccines in some populations or special situations, particularly when the patient doesn't have a primary care provider or when care in a hospital, clinic, or pharmacy is not available or feasible. But regardless of the location of vaccination, general practices for safe vaccine delivery should still be followed. Documentation of these vaccines should also be done quickly and accurately to ensure that continuity of care for our patients. But for those actually vaccinating patients, which is what we keep hearing about, standard precautions with personal protective equipment or PPE should still be followed. This means that the vaccinators should wear a medical face mask at all times and perform hand hygiene and change gloves before each patient encounter. And you even use eye protection if the level of community COVID-19 transmission is at that moderate to substantial level. 
thereby preventing asymptomatic spread of the virus. Of note, though, administration of both intramuscular and intranasal vaccines are not actually considered aerosol generating, and thus the vaccinator doesn't need to wear an N95 mask. And another note, physical distancing should be enforced by reducing crowding and waiting areas and utilizing electronic paperwork as much as we possibly can. So what about uh, all of the patients, especially during this surge, who have had contact with COVID-19, either positive testing or close contact with others? What should we be thinking about when considering vaccinating these types of patients? I'm glad you mentioned that, Martin. First, we have to consider exactly what setting our patient is in. First of all, if a patient has had no known COVID-19 exposure within the last 14 days, they should still be vaccinated. So this would mean vaccinating at discharge if they are inpatient. For anyone that has symptomatic COVID-19, we should consider postponing that flu vaccination for at least 10 days after symptom onset and 24 hours with no use of fever-reducing medication. Consider waiting to vaccinate those patients until they are fully recovered from COVID-19. For those who have had close contact to someone who is COVID-19 positive in the last 14 days, we can vaccinate during their quarantine period, but the patient really should not seek care only for the flu vaccination during quarantine if they wouldn't otherwise. In our last group, if a patient has asymptomatic or presymptomatic COVID-19, similarly, we can vaccinate during their isolation period, but the patient should not seek out care only to receive the flu vaccine. Yeah, that's important to review. So most of the patients that we're seeing, we can go ahead and vaccinate, except for those symptomatic patients, typically not seeing a lot of those in ambulatory care practice. That's all the time we have today. I want to thank Lauren for joining us today to discuss the 2020 influenza vaccine and the COVID-19 pandemic and ambulatory care perspective. I wanted to share some of the resources AHHP has developed and ways that ASHP is working to help their members manage the outbreak. So be sure to check out ASHP's COVID-19 Resource Center found at ashp.org, which serves as a clearinghouse for more information on COVID-19 for pharmacy leaders, clinicians, as well as resources for patients. In addition, ASHP has developed policy recommendations for policymakers. Ask your legislators to support ASHP's COVID-19 recommendations and send an email to them using the online advocacy center. You can find that at advocate dot ashp.org. Of course, during COVID-19, we got to take care of ourselves as well. Be kind to your mind. Headspace is now the exclusive meditation and mindfulness app for ASHP members. With Headspace, you can learn the life-changing skills of meditation and mindfulness in just a few minutes each day. Studies show that meditation helps reduce stress and burnout in healthcare professionals while boosting happiness, compassion, resilience, and overall life satisfaction. Search keyword headspace on ashp.org for more information on how to redeem this member benefit. Be sure to subscribe to ASHP's official podcast as we will be posting more on lessons learned, practice, and therapeutic management of COVID-19. I'm Martin Bishop, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.